for this morning is God's love song and it's God's love song for us. So in light of that I thought I would like just break all our nerves because some of you are probably nervous seeing me up here this morning but I would just break all our nerves and I wanted to ask you, did you guys know that Christian guys use pickup lines as well? (laughs) Okay, I once heard this pickup line, don't worry it wasn't on me because he might have come off second best But um, it went something like this. The guy walks up to the girl and he says, So, I was going through the book of Numbers, and yours isn't in it. Would you like to give it to me, please? (laughs) So, that's just for us to just have some fun this morning. I want to ask you guys a question that I have found myself answering more regularly than I would like to admit, and that is this. How many of you hear a song on the radio... Or a, or a song in a movie or something, and you think, hey, that song describes me to a T. That's my life at this point. That happens to me really qu- quite often. And I think it's because those are the emotions that we are feeling at the time. Because movies are generally like that. They make you feel certain things. And then just to make sure that you're feeling those things, they play a song so that you know you're feeling those things. Okay? So that's kind of how it works. But for me, often sermons do the same. And Wendy, it's so appropriate, I think. Wendy and I did not chat before the time, just so you guys know there's no conspiracy theory going here. But I think it is so appropriate what you said this morning because the past few weeks have been about surrender making God your Lord and Savior. And then Wendy preached on Abba Father, which is God as our Heavenly Father. And then last week, Arlen preached on the Lord's Prayer, which is a constant conversation that God is inviting us to have with Him on a daily basis. Now for me, all of that pointed to one thing, and that is a relationship. And for me, if I had to go further... It talks about love. So this morning, that is what I'm going to talk about. For those of you who don't know, I grew up in a, in a home where music played and still does play from the moment you opened your eyes till the moment you went to bed. And in fact, so much so that on a Sunday, if I'm lucky enough to get out of here before 12, I drive routes around town just so that I can listen to the golden oldies that's still playing on Radio Goa. Don't know how many of you still do that. It's kind of weird for me, I know. But my musical um, taste was born in an era before my body was born. So I like that stuff. So um, don't judge me. But in light of that, I want to play a quick game with you guys. I've put together a couple of songs um, that could describe how each of us experience love. We've either experienced it like this before or we are currently experiencing it like that, or you, um, you can see yourself needing to experience it like that at some point. So, some live without it. Should work. Soon. Okay, Elaine, can you just double, can you just click once? There you go. Okay, this is for the younger people. Okay, then the second one. 
talks about, everyone talks about it, but you kind of have no clue what they're talking about. So that's this one. Okay, Elaine and I click. Okay, no, that's fine, that's fine. The next one is you can't sleep because of it. So that's this one. Some of us feel that it is the answer to everything. Nothing you can make that can't be made. No one you can save that can't be saved. Nothing you can do that you can learn out of you. Some of us just enjoy the fun version. Okay, wait. <laughs> this is quite entertaining. Suppose. Okay. Some of us have experienced it, but we didn't know it at the time. Still not working. Okay, that was, it must have been love, for those of you who can sing it in your head. And some of us have given ourselves over to it wholeheartedly, and if I now click, it's going to do, it must have been love. So, Elaine, if you can just click on the eighth slide, that would be awesome, but you have to double click it. Okay, no, next one. I'm stressing Elaine out this Okay, how many of you saw Titanic and Jack and Rose? Okay, I once did this at youth, and the kid right in the front row jumped up, and someone held him around his waist, and they actually did that. So that's the image I see whenever I listen to that song now. But what I want to ask you is, would you believe me if I told you that God has written a love song for each and every one of us in this room today and each and every human being on this planet? One that has stood the test of time and one that for over 2,000 years has not got old, not got shelved, but is still the number one hit single. It all started on a winter's night when a baby was born in a stable. It is a love song that doesn't leave us feeling empty and wondering if there's more to life. It is a song that if we let it, can fill every fiber of our beings and can fill us with a love that we cannot help but share. Jesus said in John 3, Jesus is God's love song. In John 3, 16 to 17, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. 
For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And what sticks out for me there is that God's love saves. God's love saves you, and God's love saves me. But more than that, God's love saves anyone and everyone who chooses to believe, who chooses to make his song their heart song. And for this song to become our heart song, for us even to begin to grasp it, we need to look at where it comes from and what it looks like. So this morning we're going to read in 1 John 4 verse 7 to 12, and it says, Dear friends, we should love each other because love comes from God. Every, everyone who loves has become God's child. And so everyone who knows God who loves God, knows God. Anyone who does not have love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love to us. He sent his only son into the world to give us life through him. True love is God's love for us, not our love for God. He sent his son to to take away our sins. That is how much God loves us, dear friends. So we must also love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us. If we, if we love each other, God's love is, has reached its goal. It is made perfect in us. There are three things that have that stuck out for me in this passage that I would like to share with you this morning. Number one. Love is the very nature of God. And this we get from verse 7 to 9. God also demonstrated this when he sent Jesus as a man who gave his life so that we could live. But more importantly, Romans 5 verse 7 to 8 puts it like this. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Though for a good person, someone might possibly die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I don't know about you, but I just love that. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God sent Jesus, not because you and I were good enough, but because he loved us. He loved you and he loved me. And, for you, and he sent Jesus to die for us before I was even born, before any of you were even born. So our, our relationship with God is God's idea, not our idea so, as we so often like to think. This is the oldest love song ever written. And guess what? It's written on each of our hearts. So if, God's nature, so if it is God's nature, then it is right to say, that those of us who are born again, in other words, those of us who, are, who have given our lives to Jesus and believe that he died on the cross for us, can share that nature because we are born of God and we are supposed to be becoming more Christ-like. Number two, and this one is hard, we are expected to love. Romans 5 verse 5 says, And hope does not put us to shame, Because God's love 
has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. As Christians, we experience the love of God through the Holy Spirit. The poured out means that when we accepted Jesus as Lord, and our, as Lord and Savior of our lives, we are filled with his love. It is no longer you and I loving out of our, what we've got to give, but it, it, it's us loving out of something that cannot run dry. It's us loving out of what God has given us. Because God loves us, we who experience his love, forgiveness, and help are obligated to help others, even if it costs. Jesus showed that when he died on the cross for us. I don't know about you, but who thinks the word obligated sounds like work or terrible? But here's the thing. If we allow ourselves to fully understand God's love for us, we won't be able to help ourselves. We'll want to share that love. Have you ever met someone who's just recently given their life to the Lord? For those of us that have been Christians for a while, it can be a little annoying because they're happy and they're bouncy and they kind of think they need to reconvert you. But here's the thing. If we hold on to that excitement as Christians, that's what we need to be attractive to a world that doesn't know Christ. We need that excitement. So us as people who have been Christians for a while shouldn't kill that in someone else. We should make sure we keep that excitement. And number three, God's love is made complete in us. If our love overflows to those we come into contact with, we are completing the circle of God's love. We are bringing his love to a broken world, a world that only he can make whole. Jesus says in Matthew 22, verse 37 to 39, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. We are not only fulfilling those two commandments, we are also being God's hands and feet in this world. When last did you or I do something for someone else just because we could? We had nothing to gain. We just wanted to show them love. We love because God first loved us. We say we love God, but we ha- if we say we love God but hate any of our brothers or sisters in his family, we are liars. If we don't love someone we have seen, how can we love God? We have never seen him. God gave us this command. If we love God, we must also love each other as brothers and sisters. We're going to watch a quick clip, and then we'll continue. I don't know if you noticed, but every single person in that clip went out of their way to help someone else because they first saw it being modeled. The God kind of love is contagious. So ask yourself, what kind of love are you modeling? Because the reality is not that someone might be watching It is that someone is watching. Does your and my life show that Jesus, God's love song, is the theme of our heart? It doesn't start with the person next to you. It starts with you. And it starts with me. The people in that clip also had no fear of being judged 
Because perfect love, God's love, drives out fear. For those of you who don't know, today is exactly 12 days before Christmas. And by the way, there's a song for that too. If you don't know what it is, after the service, not now, you can Google 12 days of Christmas. It starts with the following lines. On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent me. And then goes on with what true love sent them. And every day for the 12 days, it starts in the same way. I want to remind each, each one of us of this. God is our true love. You and I were made so that we could be in relationship with him. We should be in relationship with him first, and then the other relationships will follow. And Jesus is the gift that our true love sent us on Christmas Day. So if you're here this morning and you're living without love, like the first song, or you hear people talking about it, but you have no clue, like the second, or you, do, you don't sleep because you're scared you've missed it, like the third, or you feel like maybe it's the answer to all your prayers, I want to encourage you to allow God to minister into your heart and show you just how personally he loves you. If you have never given your life to the Lord, then today is your chance. Start allowing him to work in your heart. Tell him you want him as Lord and Savior of your life. Tell him you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and that you want to start listening to his love song for you. And if you are today and you've given your life to Jesus, but you're tired of the the fun version and you want to go deeper, or if you feel like It's something that you had, but you've kind of lost touch with it. Today, I want you to ask God to show you the areas you need to make changes and to trust him to help you make those changes. And if you're here this morning and you feel like you've given your whole heart to Jesus and you just want to thank him, then I want to give you that opportunity to do so. Remember this one thing this morning. Jesus is God's love song. For each and every one of us. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter where you're going. He wrote it for you and I before we were even here. The ushers are going to come forward to hand out the emblems for communion this morning. And as they do that, we're going to listen to a song. And I just want you to just, if you in any of those three groups that I mentioned, just close your eyes, focus on the words of the song, listen to what God is saying to your heart. Because if you let him, he will be saying stuff to you. And just meet with him so that when you leave here, you can be Jesus' hands and feet. Because you, you are filled with the love that he has filled you with. Not a man-made kind of love.